Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and my purpose here is to tell you of the good news of the salvation of Jesus Christ that's available to everyone. If you're new to the podcast, you can listen to my personal story in the first three episodes. I pray that as you hear this message today, it will encourage you to read the New Testament, the Gospels, and the letters, which explain the good news of Jesus' true salvation, your one-way, non-stop ticket to heaven. The episode will begin after this short message. Is pride holding you back? Listen to this. This is what you need to know. Pride. It's one of the seven deadly sins. And I did a blog article and a podcast on this. So, oh, few weeks ago, you can search my website um, for the blog article of the seven deadly sins. Basically, God doesn't like pride. Prideful people think they can do it all by themselves and that they don't need God. That is a lie. And they are fooling no one but themselves. Look around the world today. All it took was a tiny microscopic virus to turn the world on its knees. COVID-19 is an equal opportunity virus. Even if you don't get sick, more than likely it is affecting your life in more ways than one. God hates pride, but he loves humility. The Bible either talks about how bad pride is or tells us over and over again to be humble. The book of Proverbs is full of wise sayings on pride. Here are just two of them. The Lord mocks the mockers, but is gracious to the humble. That's Proverbs 3.34. And we also have this one that I'm sure you've heard a lot. Pride goes before destruction, but haughtiness before the fall. Or pride goes before the fall. That's Proverbs 16, 18. Pride blocks true salvation. To be saved, you have to humble yourself. Charles Stanley writes, The inability to receive the grace of God is almost always connected with an overdose of pride. Paul realized this and told the Corinthians in 2 Corinthians 10.5, we destroy every proud obstacle that keeps people from knowing God. We capture their rebellious thoughts and teach them to obey Christ. Here's what you need to do now. Don't be like the people of Israel and Judah who didn't take the prophet Jeremiah seriously. And Jeremiah, uh, and and I read from Jeremiah 5.3, Lord, you are searching for honesty. You struck your people, but they paid no attention. You crushed them, but they refused to be corrected. They are determined with faces set like stone. They have refused to repent. God sent the Babylonians three times to capture the Israelites, the Jews, to capture them and destroy their land, as well as the temple and the city of Jerusalem. That was Solomon's temple, Solomon, the third king of Israel, son of David. Here's a little bit of his story and what God told him. And I'm reading from 2 Chronicles 7, 11 through 15, and you'll recognize a popular passage that has popped up recently a lot. So Solomon finished the temple of the Lord as well as the royal palace. He completed everything he had planned to do in the construction of the temple and the palace. Then one night the Lord appeared to Solomon and said, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this temple as the place for making sacrifices. 
At times, I might shut up the heavens so that no rain falls, or command grasshoppers to devour your crops, or send plagues among you. Then, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. My eyes will be open and my ears attentive to every prayer made in this place. What God wants us to do is rather simple. James tells us in James four, chapter t- um, James chapter four, verse ten: Humble yourself, humble yourselves before the Lord, and He will lift you up in honor. Peter writes something similar. So humble yourselves under the mighty power of God. And at the right time, he will lift you up in honor. That's in First Peter five six. The key phrase here is at the right time. God's timing might not fit with your timing, but God's timing is always spot on. Accept God's word as the ultimate authority. And we talked about the solas a few a few days ago. Sola scriptura. And mention that again, but pride is deceitful and will cause you to fall. Surrender, admit it. Without God, you can do nothing. Paul writes in the letter to Titus: When God our Savior revealed His kindness and love, He saved us, not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us new birth and new life through the Holy Spirit. He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ our Savior. Because of His grace, He made us right in His sight and gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life. That's Titus three verses four through seven. Jesus said in John fifteen four through six, "Remain in Me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in Me." Yes, I am the vine; you are the branches. Those who remain in me, and I in them, will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. And if you're still not convinced, Jesus also said in Matthew twenty-three twelve, "But those who exalt themselves will be humbled." And those who humble themselves will be exalted. Don't wait for God to humble you. Believe me, that's not. We definitely don't want that. Do it on your own. Pray this prayer humbly and wholeheartedly. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. Please forgive me. Right now, I turn from my sins and open the door of my heart and my life to you. I confess you as my personal Lord and Savior. I will follow you for the rest of my life. Thank you for saving me, in Jesus' name, Amen. And remember the five solas: sola scriptura, scripture alone; sola fide, faith alone; sola gratia, grace alone; solo, solus Christos, Christ alone. And my favorite: soli deo gloria. To God alone be the glory. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. 
Jesus said in Revelation 3, verses 20 through 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. The links are in the show website. Make sure you download my favorite free Bible study apps, Version Bible app, and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Seek the truth. Seek the gospel truth. Oh, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button and then the share button. The gospel of Jesus is meant to be shared. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.